everyone, and welcome to the Four Lead Podcast. The four is from my mother who passed away from ALS in 2018 from Lou Gehrig's disease. And Lee is the name of my brother who passed away a year later. Uh, as always, this podcast is about learning from other people and hopefully take away something today that can help you if, if you're going through something. Uh, today's guest is the same guest as last episode. Uh, Megan. <laughs> so we don't we don't have to do an introduction, but maybe we do. Maybe someone's just listening to part two. So Megan, go ahead and introduce yourself. I am Megan. I am from Long Island, New York. Um, same high school, same town that we guys we both grew up in. Yeah. Um, and I currently live in Costa Rica, but obviously we are not there right now. <laughs> no, we're we're still in Orlando, by way of Jacksonville. Well, through Costa Rica for you. Yeah. But, so, this is the first, pretty excited about it. This is the first two-time guest I've ever had. Yeah, it's so, actually really cool. And actually... <laughs> this is my first podcast I've actually ever done, so... Your first podcast you've ever been on? Yeah. Really? Yeah, well, besides the part one of this one. But <laughs> <laughs> so, how does it feel to be back? Um, Really good, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, like, also, it's really cool to be actually just to be like asked me on a podcast but doing a two-part one is um i feel very like honored about it well you flew all the way from costa rica and had to make it big we also we at the four lead podcast have given you a 25 dollar gift certificate to applebee's oh yeah that's so cool <laughs> it's the best restaurant in the world oh yeah it's very healthy it's all about family yeah <laughs> family. at applebee's you are family yeah <laughs> isn't that the slogan Yes. No, I think that's Olive Garden, right? When you hear your family? I think Applebee's is like... I think that's Applebee's. Is it? I don't know. I've been away for too long. I thought it was like good eating good in the neighborhood or something. I thought that was Fridays. That's Fridays? I don't know. Or is there a Thursdays? I forget. There's no Thursdays. <laughs> Who'd want to eat at Thursdays? I don't know. Yeah. People that are off on Thursdays? <laughs> I do have to give a shout out to... Uh, not a real sponsor, but uh, what what is the name of the yogurt place that I've? Um, oh man, I can't remember the name of it. Um, I have to go through. Hopefully, it still works. I'm scrolling through. I want to give a shout out to Yogo Mania. It's uh, in Patchog. Have you been? No, that's definitely new. It's owned by a good friend of mine, um, named Encore, and he he has. I've been there. Um, it's probably. Besides going to see my dad and sister and nephew and brother-in-law, getting yogurt at Encore's spot is my favorite thing to do in New York. Huh. You need to go. I'll definitely, when I get back, I'll be actually it's like in right New York off, in April. It's right off the LIE. Oh, cool. Yeah, and he's, he's awesome. Like, he'll walk you through the whole process. And I spent, like, half hour there, and he was just showing me all about the yogurt and stuff, so it's pretty cool. He, he, really he's cool. a couple years older, but, yeah, he graduated with me. He's a good dude. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, so... Take it from here, Meg. What are we talking about? Um, I guess we can... I guess we were kind of talking about my mom where we last thought, like, lasted... Bar- last Bar- Part Barbara one. Hewer. Yeah, Barbara Hewer, my mom. Um, she sadly passed away in uh, 2012 from colon cancer. Um, my mom was pretty awesome from the beginning. Her, uh, she grew up with... Uh, she was one of four kids... Um, in her family, and uh, she was there was uh, three sisters, including herself and one brother. 
um, they, she was the second to youngest child in my mom's, in the family. Um, and she took care of my uh, youngest aunt growing up and stuff while my, like my aunt and uncle were uh, enjoying themselves, going to college <laughs> and uh, living their life, you know, because yeah. there, there was a little bit of an age difference between my mom and my aunt and my uncle. So she was like the one who took care of my youngest aunt. Um, but yeah, my mom was kind of like the glue of her family a little bit. And uh, they, we had a really cool like childhood growing up with her. I don't know. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. She she met my dad when they were 17. Okay. I think my dad is, uh, I think he's like a year older than her, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or maybe two. Or maybe she was older, I forget. <laughs> but um, but yeah, they, they met. And when they started dating, I guess there was a lot of people, so she says, a lot of guys would hit on her a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, where do you dad. think the apple didn't fall far from the tree, Mike? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's dudes knocking on your door. There's probably dudes knocking on hers. Yeah, well, there was. But only one person she answered for. Oh, well, my that, dad actually, dad. like, stopped somebody from talking to her because my dad's, like, 6'1". Okay. And uh, I guess the guy who was talking to her, and she's like, oh, I'm here with somebody. He's like, oh, probably is nobody. And my dad, like, hops out of the pool that, at like, the party that he's at, and he's, like, way taller than this dude. He's like, oh. He's like, here's, okay. here's nobody, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, she's with me. Is your dad from Long Island? Yeah, he's from Long Island. Yeah, so he's a Long Island, bro. Yeah, yeah. he's a Long Island surfer, bro. He heard, like, he, he grew yeah, up he, surfing. He did his mating call. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? No, but they, they were, um, they met, and my, uh, my dad's family was really, like, hard workers. Same with my mom's family. Very hardworking family. Um, but my dad kind of had to work a little bit harder. He, uh, drove, uh, trucks, like tractor trailer trucks when he was like 19 years old. Okay. And then Jordan joined the air force, if I'm not mistaken. And my mom actually like followed him to like the, the like base out in uh, Smokeham, Washington. But before she said yes to him. He, I think this is what my mom told me and yeah. I think my dad will get mad at me for saying this but like <laughs> it's okay sorry Ted but um, but I remember that my mom was like yeah I would, he would always take me to the same spot before he proposed he was surfing came back in then proposed I said no twice and then finally <laughs> I guess it was the third time persistence is key yeah and it was the same spot every time so way to go Ted yeah um, so in t- today's today's like society he would have been sliding the DMs and maybe gotten ignored a few times. Well, no, because they were already together. Oh, they, they were, were dating together. for so long. Okay. And uh, he was just like, he was just like, this is the woman I'm going to marry. So he kept asking. <laughs> <laughs> and she finally said yes. Nice. Good, so yeah. good for you, Ted. I wouldn't be here because of you guys. So. Yeah, yeah awesome. that was a big moment in your life. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they, they, um, they got married and then they did a road trip out to Smokeham, Washington and everything bad that could have happened happened so like they drove and they got um their car stolen out of so they went to a motel or something like that and their car got like like not stolen but everything inside got robbed oh no they went through like a freaking like twister or a hurricane or something like that oh my god and um and like literally every but they had some really really awesome pictures thing like go type for being a <laughs> photographer i have to say like everywhere that they stopped they stopped at really awesome places 
Yeah, that's a long trip. Whole, yeah, like going from New York to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really that was really awesome. And do you, do you see, did you ever get to see the pictures? Um, I saw some of them, and I really would like to like. You got you got to see them all. Um, well, like my dad, I saw most of them. Um, okay. my dad, I think my dad kept three of them that were like the most special to him. Yeah. That like, um, like kind of like the first set that they got on base like that my mom was a teacher on the base there okay. so she taught like the kids on the base there which was really awesome yeah um and i don't really know why they decided to come back to new york but my mom was a teacher out in nassau at a private school uh-huh. and um my dad was actually going to college and they adopted my brother I remember my godmother fainted when they first brought him to a family party because I guess they didn't tell her. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> so I was like, surprise, we got a child. <laughs> like, so I remember my dad telling me that, and my dad thought it was really funny because it's his older sister, so okay. joke's on you kind of thing. Yeah. But I would imagine like he would tell them first. I think everybody else knew besides her. That's so. kind of funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, my dad did night school, and he was working. Um, and my mom was a teacher out in Nassau. And then when he got the job out in Brookhaven Lab, he was actually a night guard there um, uh-huh. before he actually was a scientist there. So he went from the bottom to the top. Yeah, like really, really like brought himself from That's like, crazy. Yeah, so I'm really proud of my dad. My dad showed me like how to like work hard in, in everything that I do. Same with my mother. My mother worked really hard in like college. She like her father didn't want her to go to college. Um, kind of wanted her to like be like a receptionist or like stay-at-home mom kind of thing yeah because my grandfather was my i called him grampy but he was a uh, really old school yeah um but like my dad's side of the family was just like yeah everybody's working like, <laughs> like you gotta work yeah. you 13 okay you can work in the wood shop in the garage like you're fine could your can't like hand like cut put some tape on it you're fine but um but yeah they my mom got a job at um at actually Shoreham um, Elementary or Wayne River Elementary School so a lot of people knew her from there and then she went to Ridge Elementary in uh, Longwood one of the Longwood Elementary schools and we moved from Nassau like in uh, Wanta. Um we had this like cute little house everybody knew everybody uh-huh. in that area we kind of lived in like a little horseshoe so you were born in Wanta? yeah okay yeah and uh was we lived there till I was like three. My brother was like four, five, almost five. Okay. And uh, but everybody knew everybody there. Like we still, I think my dad still is in touch with some people there. Okay. Not as much as like I don't really know, but um, but I remember my, we're, our neighborhood was so close that like, if me and my brother were riding bicycles, we would they would just call down to the person at the end of the block, be like, hey, turn our kids around, tell them to come back, <laughs> and they would be like, oh, turn back around, your parents want you, and we would just ride our tricycles back. <laughs> And then, uh, but yeah, we moved out to Wading, Wading River, um, yeah. which is really funny. I don't know if I told you this before, but um, the O'Gormans who were at, who went to our school as well, yeah. they actually owned our house oh, first really? before we moved into it. And they moved up the road. So our families knew each other really well because of that, because they yeah. sold us our house. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then my dad was, became a scientist at Brookhaven National Lab, and my mom worked at started full-time working at um ridge elementary and yeah so it's pretty awesome like growing up in that neighborhood because we had the pels we had runkies we had o'gorman's kolkowski adelia yeah a lot um, of, a lot Yovinos, of rivera's like all of those people like yeah 
So it's really it's really cool. When did your your mom taught at Waiting River though, right? Yes, um, at the elementary school. When did she go over there? Um, I think that was her first job coming over from Nassau. That was the first school that she was like substitute, and then she got. I think she spent maybe a year, if I'm not mistaken, a year or two years, the most two years, and um, and then she got a full time position over at Ridge. Okay. Yeah. How long was she a teacher for? Um, if I'm not mistaken, at least, I know she spent 17 years in Ridge Elementary. Okay. Like, she was there for most, like, since I could remember. I think Ridge Elementary is right by my dad's house. Yeah, it's really close. Yeah. You could take the back roads to it. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Yeah. Um, what did she teach? She taught, actually, uh, fourth grade, what I'm teaching in Costa Rica. Was that, is that, did that inspire you to teach fourth grade, do you think? No, I, I actually... Just a coincidence? It's just a, yeah, because I went to school for physical education. Okay. Um, and, but I have like a K through 12, so I could teach any grade. Okay. Um, through that, but, um, it wasn't planned or anything like that, but it was really cool that, like, I, I, my parents found out that I had, uh, dyslexia, and back when I was in, like, middle school, like, a lot of people didn't realize what that was or in, even in elementary school people didn't really understand what dyslexia really was like well, they so knew what it was pretend but... pretend i'm an idiot for a second oh god <laughs> what dyslexia is when if you see a word you, you see it backwards right numbers like it could be numbers it could be words it so could if be... you see like the number for me 70, it was more like words zero seven or for me it was more words like reading came like insanely hard for me and like teachers would think i was like like joking or like messing around because my brother was such like a goofball yeah but he was like insanely intelligent so they thought i was like intelligent living up to the my brother's like expectations yeah but he was just a goofball so they're like oh cut it out megan you're just joking i was like no i'm being serious like i i don't understand what i'm reading so when did they figure out that you had dyslexia um probably around like fifth sixth grade and what do you when you get that they had a test like they we i had to go to um a different school and get like tested uh-huh. um and they're like oh she has like dyslexia it's like and so what how do you overcome that i i just kind of just worked through it like i just read more i worked really hard but my mom really helped me out with it a lot because my mom actually went back to school to understand what dyslexia was to help students who have dyslexia can work through it so my mom really like was inspired by me having dyslexia to go back to college to get a be- another degree to be so, an inclusion so you, teacher. you got diagnosed with dyslexia and your mom went back to school to figure out how to help you and other kids with overcome dyslexia. dyslexia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my mom was really cool. That's pretty yeah. incredible. <laughs> yeah, so my mom really wanted to, like, make sure she could, like, help me because, like, of course we would get into, like, arguments. We would. My yeah. mom would stay up even after teaching kids her and my dad would like stay up my dad was more the math guy so my dad would help me out with math my mom would help me out with everything else okay no like not bashing on my dad but like my dad definitely was the math guy but um and science that was my dad's two things my mom was english and social studies but really my mom stayed up until as late as it possibly could just to help me out with my homework really and help me understand it and but like by the time i understood it we were on to a new topic so i was like like it's so confusing like kind yeah. of thing you know do but you still do you still have problems with dyslexia today or does it in, go away? in different ways it doesn't go away but like i i think i understand it a lot more now yeah and how to control it and not control it but really like 
calm my mind a little bit more and like because as a student you feel like you need to be so rushed yeah so students with dyslexia like i don't know if all students feel this way but me like myself how i felt i felt like i needed to understand it at that moment in this like in that second right away and i got so much anxiety from it where i was like i just give up like this like i have no shot i'm not going to graduate like i'm not going to college but like, not only did you graduate high school, but you graduated college. Yeah. And now you're a teacher. And so. now I'm a teacher. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I never thought I would ever want to teach in a school. Like, I I knew I wanted to be, like, a physical education teacher because I yeah. love sports. I love coaching. I I coach pretty well. Like, yeah. so I, I enjoy it. And Are you I, coaching now? I coach soccer or uh, in, in Costa Rica, it's football. Football. And, uh, and I coach a girls' uh team in costa rica how 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 old are the girls well it's a little bit um difficult right now like a lot of kids in in costa rica or like at least at my school don't really want to play right now because of covid um i i want to say covid really changed that okay with some things like people don't feel as motivated maybe um i'm not that sure but right now i teach kids in like from first grade all the way to like sixth grade and i did have girls in like secondary so in high school Uh but there was not that many of them, so the PE teacher and I decided to have the girls go to the boys' practice because there's not that many boys as well. So we just made a mixed team, like a co-ed team. Yeah, and they're pretty, they're pretty like hardcore. Like, yeah. there's some really good kids that play soccer. Like the girls can match up with the boys pretty easily. Really? Yeah. Like these girls, like they kill it. Like they're <laughs> awesome. Like. Yeah. Like they they're not afraid to get hit. They're not afraid to take somebody down. Like they they're pretty badass, I got to say. Like so shout out to like my girls in and Costa Rica secondaria because you guys kill it for sure. Um How long have you been coaching? Um there this is actually my first year doing it there, but I taught physical education there which um the kids I guess they liked me. They say that they like me. So they they were like, "Why don't you just be our coach?" Like yeah you've helped out with practices before like you really know your stuff like why don't you just help us out and i was like okay so this year i decided to be a coach and um i'm sad that i don't i can't teach like the secondary girls because like that's kind of more my speed Mm -hmm. um but there wasn't as many and i'm just happy that they're they're happy to play and if they want to play with the boys like go ahead like i'm i want them to challenge themselves as well um but I like the little the girls that I'm coaching right now because they're funny, they're funny as hell. I don't know if they're ever gonna listen to this, but I I have. Well, um, if the do they are they predominantly Spanish speaking or English speaking? They speak English, so they could listen. to Yeah, oh for sure. Like I don't I don't know if I'm gonna tell the sixth graders <laughs> that I'm I'm talking about them right now, but yeah. <laughs> or the fifth graders I'm talking about them. But they're we're really, not using names. They're sweet kids. Yeah, you're just saying how great they are at soccer. I don't think yeah. they'd be upset about it. But I have I have uh, five first graders that what? are just the funniest little bunch in the world and i call them my minions you coach five first graders yeah it sounds brutal <laughs> they but i call them my minions yeah and you know the movies minions the little yellow guys yeah yeah i mean i've never imagine that I'm, i know who the minions five are. little girls that's funny so and they're funny like they're so sweet and like i give them like 10 minutes on 10 minutes off because like they get bored so quickly yeah me too so oh god i get bored t- I, no not by you on i'm just saying if i 10 minutes is i'm like all right what are we doing next yeah so like and i have like i don't just have them i have the other girls that are a little older than too so like i want all of them to really learn and like adapt in their own way and first grade from fourth grade is a 
big jump yeah, it's difference. massive yeah so and they're just learning basics like one of them is actually on a soccer like on a football team really? and um one girl that just started is actually a friend's um daughter like one of my friend's daughters that just joined the soccer team as well and she's actually catching on really good like she's she listens really well she gives like and she rocks it right away she's just very good at like what at listening and practicing and keep trying every single time like she wants to be like perfect at it <laughs> so um going back to to your mom learning about this like i i just can't that's so incredible to me yeah like, she sounds amazing I mean, you said I probably met her before, and I probably have, but... I think it was, like, maybe once. I'm not going to lie. Like, it, yeah. But, like, she... Uh, if if you did meet her, it was probably right before she passed away. Okay. Um, Because, like, she was, like, really sick for a while, and people yeah. would really come over and, like, hang out with her kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know if you know this, but the day before she passed away, because she was in hospice, yeah. Um, the school in Connecticut... Um, sadly got shot up. It was like oh, Sandy Hook. Yeah. Was that, yeah. In Connecticut. Okay. And um, that was really tragic. And my mom, I remember going to see my mom in hospice. And there was, I don't know if you ever seen, you, your, did your mom go to hospice? Yeah. She. So my mom, it was my birthday. I was on my way to Vegas. And okay. she was, she was going to the hospice. And they told her it would be, or they told us it would be, like, months because I wouldn't have got... You wouldn't have left. Yeah, I was going to I was going to Vegas for my birthday, and I got a call to come home instead. So, like, I was literally going to the airport and instead went to New York. Oh, so, like, she was in hospice for... I don't think it was more than three days. I, I would have oh, to I'm ask so my sorry. dad. Yeah, but... Yeah, and... Yeah, so... And that was my birthday. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. But no, so no, your I know, mom, but like, that's your just, mom was in hospice, and no, it's just like it. I, I think who any nurse or any person that wants to be in the field with hospice and work with patients who are like on the verge of like passing away, like I couldn't do that. That's brutal. oh, they yeah. are some special, beautiful. There is a beautiful place up wherever they believe in. Yeah. For them, because wow, what they have to do, like, and how they hold themselves mm-hmm. is just such a beautiful way. And I remember um, just watching my mom slowly pass away. Like, those are the longest, like, two weeks of my life. Yeah. Um, just slowly watching her pass away. And that was the quietest my house has ever been. Because, like, my brother really didn't want to. He, I think my brother didn't was scared to even just say anything. And um, I was more worried about him than he was worried about me. <laughs> yeah. I think I think he was worried about me as well, but he just didn't know what to say. Um, but I remember the day before she passed away, um, she reached up. And this is like literally the day after, like the day before she passed away. And this is when the shooting happened. And she's just like, she said, I'll be right there. Oh, God. And that just broke my heart because um my I have a friend in in Connecticut where her mom used to I think she used to teach at that school Stephanie and they have a really beautiful farm right outside of Connecticut and if you don't remember it it, they closed down Connecticut basically because they didn't know where the shooter was at first 
Um, so they even made the trip because it was that weekend that my mom had her funeral. They made the trip from Connecticut. They drove all the way around. Ferries were closed to go into Connecticut and out. Sandy Sandy Hook is the, is the Sandy little Hook? the little kids one. Yeah, elementary school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember. I mean, there's. I believe. It unfortunately, was Sandy Hook. there's so many. I know. It's hard to keep track. But I I know which one. That was a little kid one. That's one. Yeah. yeah that, and that was the day. Yeah, it was the day. Um, that was the day before my mom passed away, and one woman came up to me during my mom's wake and was just like your your mom was sent up there for those kids because they have to keep learning oh my god and that just like it was so hard i fought back so many tears i'm fighting back tears right now (laughs) because like it like those those poor parents and those poor children and the the teacher that i think it was if I'm not mistaken, it was one teacher that passed away, sadly. And yeah. just protecting those students, it's just like, it's a horrible thing. But uh, it was something very sad, but very beautiful in a way that that woman said that about my mother. Because I know my mom was not finished teaching. Like, before she went into hospice, she was helping me with a paper for college. Do you know what the paper was on? It was a psych paper. Okay. About, um actually what um about my life um because my like I, um my psychology teacher at Dowling um was actually the the one teacher that really like um sparked like really like made me want to go to class every single day yeah because he was so understanding about my situation less than the other teachers were and he came from upstate New York every day to come to Dowling. Like, like past the Catskills. That's a crazy commute. Yeah, every day. Every day he came. Uh, I think only Fridays he had off. Yeah. And I told him, I was just like telling him what I was dealing with and all that. And he's like, well, if you want to pass my class, I want you to write a paper on your life. And I wanted, I obviously, there's things I misspell, grammar, all of that. So I really needed help with it. And there wasn't like grammar link or anything like that out and yeah, that yeah. to help you. And my mom, I remember my mom's, my mom would always go down to the basement. We had a computer down there and she'd always be typing stuff. And I went down, I was like, hey, I really need you to come in. She's like, leave. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, what do you need help with? And I was like, I, I need someone just like look at my paper and just like revise it. I can type it another time. She's like, okay, just leave it here and I'll do it. Uh-huh. At that time, I didn't know she was leaving uh, letters for me, my dad, and my brother. Oh, my God. Megan, you're, <laughs> you're, this last, like, five minutes have been... I've never cried on a pod, <laughs> one of a podcast, and I've had some people tell me some stuff that's been hard. Yeah. She was writing you guys letters. Yeah, and, um, and my aunt, um, two months later, told uh, my dad where they were. Oh, my God. Um, I still don't know till this day what my dad says. Me and my brothers were a little bit similar, but the note was a little bit different. I've only had um, three of my friends look at the letter, and I keep it, like, really safe. And I actually um, have it in, like, one of those laminated, like, folder things you can put it in. Yeah. So I put it in that so nothing gets, like, it doesn't get ruined or anything. Um, But it was so funny because obviously she had to put a little bit of a joke in it. (laughs) And she... (laughs) Thanks for bringing me back. (laughs) Were you going down the slope? I was was fighting back tears. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, all right. No, you're not sorry. It's fine. It's really your mom's fault. She wrote the letter. But she, but she always has to put like something that will like always crack us up. And yeah. My, so, um, my brother really likes this uh, gravy from okay. Thanksgiving all the time. My mom made this awesome gravy that was like passed down from like generations. Yeah. And my mom would always make it. My brother would not have, like, Thanksgiving dinner if this gravy wasn't on the table. <laughs> like, it was like, he would, and my brother would eat everything. But if that gravy wasn't on the table yeah. for either his birthday or Thanksgiving, yeah. the, the whole dinner's ruined. Yeah. Like, he was just like, I'm not eating. This is, this is, this is bullshit. Like, what, what the hell is this? So my mom gave him the recipe of the, the gravy. So I thought that was pretty funny. And I like chicken cutlets a lot. Okay. So my mom gave me her recipe of that because she'd made it with like different batter and she'd made it all from scratch. Yeah. So like obviously chicken cutlets are pretty easy to make, but like she, um, and she told me where she hid her cookbook. Oh. So she gave me her cookbook. So okay. that was pretty awesome. And I still have that. So you know how to make this gravy now? No, she took that out. <laughs> what? I tried looking for it. I'm not joking. She, she took the gravy she took to the, the grave? <laughs> oh, my no, God. my brother has it. Oh, he has it. But I don't have it. But did he, like, does he make it or did he? I don't know if he makes it. I hope he does. I hope I'll, he does, I'll, too. I'll, TJ, has... if you listen to this, freaking make it. Yeah, I hope he's having a good birthday and Thanksgiving. You know? yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's it's pretty funny that, but um, I still would like to know what my dad's letter says maybe it was some stuff that you know just was between them two and, it, and i and i you know i maybe. know one day i will see it um and the day that i do i, I i'm gonna regret seeing it because yeah. i'm just gonna cry my eyes out yeah maybe, maybe it was you know some... but yeah my but yeah i didn't know that that time that's when she was writing the letters and i asked my aunt about it my aunt d she actually lives in florida really i think she might live around here and she might kill me for this. She so, lives in Orlando and I don't you know. didn't see Aunt D? I'm sorry. I'm my godfather, Uncle Alan. My bad, guys. Um, Uncle Al? <laughs> but yeah, they, they, uh, she was the one who um, knew about my mom's letters and told my dad about it. Um, but I didn't know that was happening. But she still helped me out with um, my paper. She helped, and I, she revised it for me. And um, that was too two weeks before she passed away before she went to hospice wow and um your mom sounds incredible my mom was really incredible i feel like every mom is like a superhero like it's called my dad like but moms are like the true superheroes yeah. you know like dads are like way up there as well but like moms are superheroes <laughs> yeah i mean there's uh there's something about a relationship with your with your mother that is is not easily replicated you know no, definitely not like i i know how much my brother um loved my mom just as much as i did yeah um and like i know i know my brother like we might not speak all the time and um and i know he's struggling through something and but he knows that i'm always there for him no matter what like and i and i know he's there for me no matter what if i call him he'll like he'll pick up yeah. Um, but I remember like when uh, the day that she got picked up um, from the it was the last ambulance that came um, to the house. The police officer that usually was looking for my brother <laughs> was uh, actually really nice um, about it. For at, well, afterwards he was nice about it. Um, 
I remember that the ambulance just got my just got my mother, and um, he stayed back. The police officer back. I forgot his name, but he was actually a really cool guy. Like he was, he was the first one to always show up when my mom when we called the ambulance for my mom. So I really respected him, and I feel bad I don't remember um, his name. I remember his badge number, but I'm not going to put his badge number on blast. Yeah. Um, He'll just be officer good guy. Yeah, he was a good guy, <laughs> yeah. and I hope he's retired and he's living a good life. Yeah. Um, but and everybody at the, like who at the Waiting River like fire department with and the EMTs and everything, they were amazing through my mom's uh, time, rough time. So I was really appreciative about them as well. But I remember sitting on the stairs, just kind of like listening. And my brother was hiding in the basement because <laughs> he didn't want to get arrested. <laughs> um, sorry, TJ. But, um, it's true. <laughs> this is just the truth. But uh, I remember he was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about your wife. Like, I know this is a rough time for you guys, but I have to ask, where's your son? Oh and my dad's just like, what? And I just come storming down the stairs. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Meg. <laughs> sorry. I know it's, it's your episode. I apologize. It's There's right. cursing. We should, be, should we warn them before this? No, it's okay. fine. <laughs> not, but I I cursed at a cop. It was not right. I don't. You were going through a difficult time. I was going through a difficult time, yeah. and I told him I was like, "Do you really think this is the right moment to be asking about my brother yeah. and where about where his whereabouts are when you just took away my father's wife yeah. and my mother?" I was like, "I don't think this is the most appropriate time for this." Yeah. Um, but he and he was just he looked at me and I was like crap i'm gonna get arrested <laughs> i yelled at a cop yeah. but um no but he was just like you're right and he apologized to my dad and he apologized to me and he left and my brother i didn't realize that my brother was standing right at the basement door and he was like yeah go meg <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like that wasn't okay <laughs> like whatever but um but yeah those he actually told my dad he was gonna like give us a break or give my brother a break for like till the remainder of like my mom and stuff like that and he did so i was really thankful for that guy but um wait i cursed before why can't i curse now no you can curse oh, okay. I, was, I never tell a guest what they can or can't do this is america well costa rica did it, what is costa rican democracy uh-huh. you don't know you live there uh-huh. it's, it's gotta be i feel like it is they don't have an army they don't have an army uh-uh. what do they do if like the bad guys come it's too peaceful there no one will go there they, do they have cops yeah they got cops oh but, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's, um, my mom really was truly loved by like a lot of people. And she, like I said, I think I said the last episode, she was kind of like the glue or in the beginning of this episode, she kind of was the glue of my, um, her side of the family. Um, I think moms are in general glues of family, you know, there's, it's it, when, when they're gone, it's definitely tough. To yeah. fill that void, you know? Absolutely. Like, in my family, whenever we all get together, we always talk about my mom and brother. But it's not usually sad stuff. It's always, like, funny stories. <laughs> like, yeah. there's so many funny stories, like... And that, and I think we talked about a little bit in the last episode. It's like, people, like, everybody dies. As much as it sucks, everybody... Like, there's nobody who's lived forever, you know? Yeah. Like, I think the longest person who's ever lived is, like, 120 years or something. Um, and there's somebody still alive that's like older than that. I wouldn't want to ever be 120. 
I would just be like, I lived a good life. Um, let's bungee jump now, so I have a heart attack. What well, What age would you like think is? <laughs> would you want to check out if you could? Like, Honestly, if I could live to a hundred, I would be like, yep, I'm good. What? Yeah, dead serious. Really? No, yeah. I'm saying. I told like, my dad he has to live till he's two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say to that? He's like, I'll try my best. <laughs> That's all you can do. <laughs> I would say, I think like, if I could be like, as long as like everything's going like i don't want to ever be dependent on other people for stuff so if everything's good i'll, I'll keep going until yeah. you know it's not but i don't want to be like in a chair or with the breathing thing or just, just kill me if that happens but like i know my my dad like people in my dad's family like live for like a really long time so like really yeah like my um his uncle uncle hank we call him uncle hank yeah. he was 95 or 96 and he just passed away like but he was still fishing deep sea fishing that's what i'm talking about if i'm like hank if i'm doing it like hank's (laughs) doing it i'll be fine till 96 but if i'm like limping around and drooling everywhere and i I don't understand anybody like no he was still so like still with it you know like went up to the the house upstate um with the family and everything like that was he driving no 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 but he was always like his side of the family has a state like a house upstate Okay. That we would go and, um, I think we would uh, go to 4th of July up there, like, ride quads, paintball, like, do everything. Super fun. But um, that's my dad's side of the family. Well, you're big into quad riding, right? Yeah. Is, I there, love... cl- is there a clutch on quads? Uh, some of them, yeah. Do you, do you know? I used, yeah, I used to, like, I, like, raced them for a little bit. And my you raced quads, and I you're used... just mentioning this now in episode two? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. Like, you were, you were racing quads against other people who are on quads? Yeah, well, yeah, but not for, like, a long time. But it, it doesn't matter. That's the coolest thing. Because it's expensive. Thing. Yeah, but that's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun, because my brother was racing, like, dirt bikes, and um, and I was like, wait, this, there's places you could do that for quads? Yeah. And it was, like, this place right next to it, so I thought that was really awesome. So I was like, Dad, I want to do it. Really? <laughs> so they, like, hooked up the trailer, and then we would go. How, how, like, is it, I don't know what they're called, the little bumpy things that you, you know, like, they have in dirt bumps? Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you, do you have those in quads and you get yeah, to, like, it's, jump it's stuff? it's basically, and, like, the same with, like, dirt bikes. That's like, so cool. Yeah. I didn't know I was doing a podcast yeah. with a quad racer. Well, it's not, I'm not, like, a real Nothing wrong racer. with, like, phys- physical education teacher, Megan, but quad racing, Megan, is so much cooler. But, but I didn't do it for that long. Yeah, Like, but I literally did it for, like, a year. I'm gonna put on this one, quad racing, Megan. No, you, please don't. <laughs> no, please don't. But, what, um, what made you get out of the game? But, um, playing, like, ice hockey and lacrosse. You played ice hockey? Yeah, my dad was a coach. You played ice hockey, rode quads, and I'm just hearing about this now. Like, I'm <laughs> so kind of mad now. I've had, a, I've had a lot of range of emotions in this episode. I was well, crying a couple minutes ago. <laughs> well, my parents always, like, was so, like, whatever my brother could do, I could do. Yeah. You know? And, like, anything that I wanted to try, this is what, I, like, I loved about my family. Like, if I wanted to try something, they were up for me and my brother trying anything. So I was really, really thankful for that because they were, like, put your mind to it you got it like you got this if you really want to do it go for it like i did equestrian for a long time like horseback riding horseback riding and then i did barrel racing for i liked barrel racing barrel Wait, racing was super fun to me barrel racing like do you get in the barrel and they push you no oh. <laughs> you go on a horse and you're like running around barrels and then seeing well, the time just, speed that you race back. you could see how i came up with what i came up with because there's no horse mentioned in barrel racing well, if people know about, like, horses, they know about barrel racing. I feel like a lot of people are going to think what I thought. 
<laughs> I so, really so hope you, not. So people like comment on them and just be like, what? <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, earlier when I said, imagine I'm an idiot and you like quickly agreed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it was, it's fine. I get it. I understand. You're not though. You're not. You're very intelligent. <laughs> I had a 2.1 GPA, which is 0.1 more than I needed. <laughs> And I scored a 70% on our jet ski safety quiz. It's, that's impressive. Like, really. Yeah. <laughs> I know that a lot of people are proud of you. <laughs> a lot of people are very <laughs> proud of that I score. I was proud of you, too. Yeah. Um, well, so that's funny. We should talk about how um, I, when, I was, when I was telling you, you know, when we were talking about you coming out here. Yeah. And we were organizing our activities. And I was like, oh, I got to get my boating license to rent a stupid jet ski. <laughs> And I'm like, Megan, like, I, I keep failing this test. Like, it's asking me about starboard and, like, no, like true north and magnetic north. And I, I can't figure it out. And, like, I had to call the hotline. And the guy's like, you're an idiot. You're taking the wrong test. <laughs> so I tend to take like a, a ferry captain or yeah, something like that? Yeah, I was, like, taking the one to be, like, a yacht commander. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, I mean, if you want to say I'm not an idiot, I appreciate your friendship. <laughs> you're, you're not an idiot because, like, honestly, I yeah. feel like when you look at the boating thing, they need to actually like really like label it out okay this is for jet skiing this is for a certain um foot of a boat like stuff like that like if you want to do sailing if you want to do like there's different ways of it because my dad had a boat and like i don't even i don't what? even know how he like why like, can't they just call it left like or right why does because it have to be it's starboard? sailor talk yeah, what does starboard even mean i think it's a back I wouldn't know. I, okay. couldn't, I couldn't pass. <laughs> well, like... Anyway. I don't know. Like, that's what my dad... My dad, like, was an awesome, like, hockey coach, like, back in the day. Like, did he play hockey? He played hockey. Okay. Yeah. He did that for, like, fun and everything. And my brother was a goalie. Um, my he, brother was a goalie. Yeah. But, like, for hockey. Well, Lee played... We played uh, roller hockey, but then he was... He was state he, champion yeah, goalie. Yeah, for lacrosse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was the water girl for like those teams with Chelsea yeah. Delia. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you knew Lee pretty good. Like, yeah, and and, Ma and Matt well, I knew because I was hanging out with somebody who was um, just in that friend group. Oh, okay. So like, um, when I was hanging out with the guy in that group, I don't want to say names, but um, yeah, <laughs> but when like everybody was super nice. Your brother was always really cool to me. Like, I don't. I, um, I'm not just saying this because he passed away, but like I've never heard anyone say anything bad about my brother. I never heard anybody say anything bad about him as well. I have to say, and like being would, in high school with him at the same time, like never once have I heard anything bad about him. Never. Everybody yeah. was like, "Oh my god, this dude's really awesome. Like he's such a nice person. Like anybody can be his friend. Like kind of thing. Like he was always nice to every single person." Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I think that's the the biggest. Pro, like reason like I mean I hate drugs for like a lot of reasons obviously they killed my brother but like they change they kind of change your mind you know like like or your brain or whatever because like my brother was always growing up like the nicest kid the sweetest kid, like ever like yeah. you know I I'm like you know I'm a little more confrontational than he ever was but yeah Lee was Lee was the best and like it's cool it's cool because you know hearing it from you and um, anyone who's ever yeah. met him you know it's I know you said your mom was your hero and your dad. Like, my brother was, is my hero. Yeah. Not that my mom or dad wasn't, but, like... No, but, like, you... I feel like you grew up with, like, a very close... Like, you have more siblings than I do, you know? Like, so, yeah. like... And you and your brother were very close, like, from a young age, I right? don't remember, like, anything as a kid without that dude, you know? Yeah. Like, football camps or going to the beach or any... Like, partying. I mean, all that stuff. Until I went into the military you know then i had all my own stuff but 
yeah. everything else was with him that was like me and my brother as well like in high school we weren't that close yeah i think when i became a junior and he was a senior we became really close because that was like my mom really wasn't doing that well at that time yeah and we didn't know if she, long she had to last and i think my brother kind of he really stepped up at that point like kind of having my back with everything and i remember in high school there was this they they got like a third principal for some reason and this guy was just out had it out for my brother like and my brother was a smart kid like was he like valedictorian honor roll like he he had good enough grades to be like valedictorian yeah yeah so like had like one of like the highest like scores like on these sats and everything like that and I'm I'm super straight, but he's a good looking guy too. He's total package that dude. A lot of yeah. girls liked him. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, like all my <laughs> friends were. I don't know, like, I know a lot of girls came over to the house, to, like, hang out with him. Like, he had a lot of good girlfriends, <laughs> yeah. good girls that were friends, so like that hung out with like the boys as well. So like, there's um one one girl who I like I will definitely like shout out her name because she was always such an awesome friend to my brother, but like. An awesome like friend to me like she always had my back and always looked out for me when I didn't realize she did like Claire Typher like she was on honestly one of the most amazing like friends my brother has had as a girl and um his guy friends were really amazing towards me as well like they always had my back my brother didn't show up he was they were there for me like so I was really really grateful for them um but my dad like My dad and my brother always had, like, a funny relationship because, like, obviously my dad was his coach yeah. for a lot of things. So, yeah. like, they, he would, like, go with, st- like, stages hating my dad and then loving my dad. And, but, um, but yeah, my brother was pretty funny about that crap. Well, I mean, have you ever seen The Lion King? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> you know, Why like, are we talking about this? Well, it's, let me get there. Let me get there, right? Mufasa. Sim- Simba and Mufasa. Yeah. Like, remember Simba said, he, I just can't wait to be king, you know? But yeah. then he realized that to be king, Mufasa would have to go, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how, like, every guy is with his dad, you know? Like, every guy wants to be the king of the jungle, but their yeah. dad's the king of the jungle, you know? Yeah. And then when their dad's, you know, getting old or whatever, and they realize, you know, they're, they're now the king, they got to look after their dad. It's It's a very weird dynamic when you're like stronger than your dad or you know you gotta look out for your dad and stuff yeah life is crazy like that it is because you you know you come into this world as this little whatever like babies can't fight you know yeah not a single baby can fight i don't know there's some strong house babies out there (laughs) and then you know you grow up and your your parents are taking care of you and then you know you get to a point where you got to take care of your parents and then you have kids and they take it it's life is a, a crazy circle so you just got to kind of enjoy what you got while exactly. you got it and even when bad things happen and i mean i can't speak for you but for me i definitely let it get to me and like i went down a, a dark path for a while but once i got back on the, the good path like it, that pain doesn't go away but you just got to kind of remember that life's not over yeah and that's what like i think that's what i'm trying to like think of more of the good and then the bad about certain things like yeah. with like my mom and my dad and my brother like my brother like he he really was like there for me a lot of times like where like I do have to like appreciate it more than being like ah shit when he wasn't there kind of thing you know like the when I was saying like the principal like the third principal that got added on at our high school like that did not need to be there for like straight up like it was basically like he they put him at like the stupid jobs to do at the high school like that really weren't necessary for anybody to do yeah like we were i think i remember it was like the end of like 
his senior year, my brother's senior year, and we had to do, like, my mom really wanted us to do a brother-sister photo, yeah. like, in the yearbook. So, um, we, I went to meet my brother, and, like, he, his locker was right by where the photo thing was, mm-hmm. and he just came up, and, like, the principal came up and just started, like, hackling at my brother, and I was just like, we're just, I like, I, my brother just stayed silent the whole time, because... Yeah. This guy gave him so much trouble that he would get detention all the time. Yeah. Because he would be like, oh, he talked back. Oh, he cursed at me. Oh, he did this. Like, just would, just had it out for my brother. Real instigation. Exactly. Yeah. And so I just, leaned, like, I went around, like, my brother, and I was like, hey, we're just getting uh, our photos taken. Like, it was just on the announcement, like, just before. And he's like, and who are you? And I'm like, uh, and my brother's like, don't answer that. Let's go. And, like, I was like, and he's like, well, I'm going to find out, like, who you are. And I'm like. Uh, and my brother's like, keep moving. Like, he put his hand on my shoulder and, like, pushed me up the stairs to, like, go get our photo. And my brother just, like, flipped him off <laughs> as we walked up the stairs. And he's like, that's attention. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, pushed oh, me man. up the stairs. Yeah. Um, but then he eventually found out who I was and gave me hell my senior year. And uh, so that was really, that was really awful. But that guy got fired because he gave me so much hell. Really? Yeah. And uh, he he wasn't... I don't think that was the only reason. I think he was doing a lot to other students as well. Nothing, like, terribly bad, but, like, just, like, stupid, like, detentions and, like, ISS, OSS, like, kind of things. But I I was having a really bad day one time. Like, I... It was one morning where my dad already had to go to work. um, And I usually drive one of my neighbors to school. Yeah. But my mom really wasn't feeling good in the morning. Like I woke up early because I wanted to make breakfast, give my mom breakfast, like bring it up to her bed for her and everything. This is when she was done with work. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden she was like, Mag, 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 like, and she yelled at me to come upstairs and she's like, I'm really not feeling good. Something's not right. You need to call the ambulance. I'm like, right now. I'm like, I'm literally, I'm like, are you serious? Like, is everything okay? So mm-hmm. call the ambulance. Ambulance gets there. I have like, 10 minutes to get ready and get my friend and go to school yeah. i tell my friend hey i just have to call an ambulance for my mom it's gonna be like 10 minutes he's like okay no worries like i'll wait it's not a big deal like so i told my aunt to call um my high school to tell them what's going on i think my aunt forgot yeah and when we got to school you remember how it was like the three bells and then you had to go to the auditorium mm-hmm. or whatever so the that principal was standing out there and it wasn't even like the second bell rang yeah. And he was like, oh, guys, go into the auditorium. And the one kid I drew, like, went to the auditorium right away. I was like, I've never got a detention in my life. Yeah. Never got ISS, OSS, nothing. Never got in trouble in my whole entire life. So he, like, put his arms up. And I was just like, the second bell didn't ring yet. He's like, well, it's going to ring soon, so go into the auditorium. I was like, no, that happens during the third bell. So, no, I'm going to go to my homeroom. And that's my senior year. So I'm like, like, lay off. It's my last year yeah. kind of thing. And he puts his arms up, and I said, dude, if you touch me, I'm going to scream. What? And because, like, he would not let me pass. Like, he was just, like, kind of, like, blocking like me. Gandalf with the staff? Like, no joke. Like, would just, like, had his arms up. And, like, when I went to walk past him, like, he had his arm, like, kind of close up to my throat. Oh, my God. And, like, he legit would not, pat, like, let me pass. So, at one point, I was just like, you know what? I don't even give a shit anymore. Like, here, like, I'm getting past you. So I lift up his arm. I throw it past me. And he was just like, what's your name? And I was like, you'll find out for first period. Like, I was like, F off kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, and my first period was with the math teacher. And, um, there was two Megans in my class at that time. So it was very confusing. There's like two Megans in every class. Exactly. (laughs) And, um, and 
the all the security guards, Sue, um, what's his name? You remember Sue? I do. Yeah, yeah. Sue. Shout out to Sue. She was amazing. She was cool, yeah. <laughs> and, all the, and the two other... One of them passed away, sadly. Um, but the two other security guards... There was one young guy that was pretty new and, and the other security guard. But yeah, we went... They came to the math class and knocked on the first, like knocked on the door. He's like, oh, we're here for Megan. And the other Megan like stood up. They were like, no, not you. And then the other one stood up. No, not you. And I stood in front of the class because I'm yeah. dyslexic. So like I want to know. And I recorded everything. Yeah. I had a recorder. Um, and they're like, Megan Hewer. And they're, my math teacher's like, this one <laughs> like she i'm silent in every class i don't speak during classes so yeah. like he's just like what did she do and he looked at me he's like what did you do and i was like i don't know <laughs> so like and all three of the security cards got me like because they wanted to know what i did yeah you got escorted <laughs> by three security guards yeah I got. Excited. and this was before you knew kickboxing yes <laughs> <laughs> so i and we they took me down to like mr van's office shout out mr van you were awesome um and brought me there and the 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 principal, like, that third principal was, like, standing there in the corner with his arms, like, crossed. It was just, like, are you going to tell him or should I? I'm, like, well, the cameras can tell him that, tell you what, what happened. He's, like, what, there's cameras? I'm, like, didn't you know? Oh, <laughs> got him. Yeah, and they're, and you could hear a voice on them. What? Yeah. What type of cameras they got? They've, they got different cameras. They got new cameras. <laughs> so crazy. it was very funny. Um, and Mr. Van was just, like, he asked him to leave, and I told him what happened in the morning. He's just, like... I was like, my aunt was supposed to call you guys. He's like, we didn't get a call. I'm really sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's I feel totally like you fine. leave the, the girl whose mom has cancer alone, but that's just me. Yeah, but he didn't know anything about me. He didn't remember yeah. me about my brother or nothing like that. But as they don't soon have as like did, a file at school for like, hey, you guys should be on the lookout for these people's well, mental had, health. Well, Mr. Van usually was like the one that would watch after me and my brother I was gonna say, all the time. Yeah, means- so like he like as soon as he told me, he's like, Megan, like, go ahead and leave. And like Sue escorted me back to my math class. And it was only like. Yeah. five minutes left so i was like can i just go to the cafeteria yeah. so like she's like yeah just go to the cafeteria i like those egg sandwiches right yeah. they were so good the guys out <laughs> in the, the cafeteria oh iced the iced teas, teas yeah. in the box yeah so good so good i kind of want one now i know back in the day <laughs> but but yeah so he he ended up getting fired i don't know if that was one of the reasons but i think it was part of the reason because he kept like hackling me every single day after that really yeah but oh, i'm sorry that happened to you it happens it's all good but um but you said your your dad's in a good relationship now too, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom, my dad is too. Yeah, my dad, my dad has a girlfriend and stuff. Um, and my dad has a fiance. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, it is the, the people gotta like. I don't want to say move on because I know, I know my dad, my mom had like the craziest, like good relationship you could have, you know. And I think yeah. maybe that's maybe why I struggle so much with relationships is it's such a tough mountain to or like to like you look up to something and you're like oh that's that's what i want it's hard to find it and then also i messed up a lot you know (laughs) so um but yeah you know i don't know i get that though because like that's what i was saying too like we we both saw like i think our both like the kids and both our families like me my brother and you and your siblings saw such beautiful marriages yeah. that it's hard to live up to an expectation. I, I feel like Michael Jordan's kid, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like he's, they sucked at basketball, you know? <laughs> but that's, yeah. but that's what, like, I get it, but yeah, like, like, my dad was the Michael Jordan of marriage. <laughs> but my, yeah, that's how I looked at my family too, but I'm, I'm happy for my dad. My dad has a really wonderful fiance who really is there for my dad and I, and her family's absolutely amazing like i remember going to the first thanksgiving over there and i know her son from college 
Yeah. And that's not even how they met. They met like on a blind date. Uh-huh. So they got set up. So that was really cool. Yeah. And then I ended up finding out that her son and I went to the same college and we were like friends. Wow. <laughs> like we went Small. to parties together, bars together. Small so, world. So it was pretty cool to like have that and Thanksgiving, like everybody, it was the first Thanksgiving I didn't do with like my family. Yeah. Like my, my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family. So yeah. it was like really weird. So, but everybody just made me feel so comfortable and so welcomed and like it it just it really helped like transition into like moving forward into like something new you know i do and like when my dad proposed like he told me about it first and i was really happy for him and and um i'm just happy to see him like happy and moving forward and he's about to turn 70 which is really awesome so he's 69 currently he is 69 <laughs> <laughs> every time i see like 69th street or something I'm, and I'm, I'm like yo check out <laughs> they're like you're so mature i'm sorry I'm like, dad <laughs> i'm sorry ted <laughs> uh, he's gonna be like what <laughs> he's gonna be like that was so good to let idiot talk again <laughs> but, but yeah i'm happy for my dad and and his fiance she's she's awesome and yeah. we get along really amazingly so like that's something that makes me happy like i look for advice to her all the time and she really helps me out a lot, like, the motherly advice that I, I'm kind of missing out on that I need sometimes, and I can't just ask my dad. Yeah. So, like, it's, uh, it's really helpful, the days that I really need it. Yeah. So, thank you, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I want to thank you so much for flying from Costa Rica to be on the, the Four Leap podcast. Um <laughs> Hopefully it inspires others to do the same. But no, yeah. um, it's been an amazing, amazing <laughs> week. We did, like, so much cool stuff. So many activities. I mean, Food. skydiving, jet ski, all that stuff. And I th- it was really cool that, like, every crazy idea I came up with, you were just like, let's do it. <laughs> hey, like, I'm, I'm here. Like, I never really get the chance to, like, do that much in Costa Rica. Like, it's cool to go to the beaches and surf. And, well, I don't get to surf as much as I used to, but... You have to teach me to surf. I've never surfed in my life. I need to, like, step up my game first before I do that. I just... <laughs> I just want... But like, I'll help you out for sure. I just don't want a shark to mistake me for a seal. No, you'll be good. Because I watch a lot it's of nature... It's mostly the crocodiles you gotta worry about. Well, I watch a lot of nature videos on YouTube, so I'm kind of prepared for the worst. Oh, God. Like, so I know if an alligator good. comes at me, I punch it right in the snout. If Is a shark... a shark? Now I gotta watch more nature videos. No, that's that. a shark. You punch it right in the nose. Well, what do you do with an alligator? I don't know. Just <laughs> try and survive. twist with it. Yell at it. <laughs> yell at it. <laughs> yell at it. But do you think I should yell at the, it in English or Spanish if we're in Costa Rica? Honestly, just run. <laughs> From a, I'm not gonna be able to run in water if it's low. Oh, I'm a goner. Let's just not go surfing. Okay. Do you have zip lines there? <laughs> yeah, we got. Zip we'll lines. do the zip line. Alligators don't like. You can zip go lines. plotting. You can go zip lining. Uh, I yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Megan. (laughs) Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, This was part two, so next time it'll be in Costa Rica, part three. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, for, for sure. All right. I'll see you soon. See you.